are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And first up, today I have an array of testimonies to share with you. An array. Tell your neighbor an array. For those of you that don't know what array means, it means um, a number of testimonies of different forms. No problem. Right, so first up, let's welcome our sister, Laurel, to share her testimony with us. Wow. Sister Laurel. Sister Laurel. Laurel. Tell us who you are, what you do in church. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Laurel, I'm from the Woolwich Centre, and I'm a film star. Wow, and tell us what your testimony is about. So today my testimony is about how God gave me a new job, and he also aligned my path. Aligned her path? Wow, okay, so tell us, how did it all start? Okay, so I originally wanted to go into banking and do compliance. So while I was looking for that job, I ended up working in a sick form as a like mentor slash tutor. So everything was going well. I was happy. I was excited. I was flowing. And I decided, oh, actually, I want to actually be a teacher. This is where I think that I'll be good. So everyone was on temporary contracts. And they said, oh, okay, if you want to stay, we'll renew all your contracts. Then three weeks later they randomly called like an emergency meeting and they said, no one's contract is going to be renewed. You have to all re-interview for your own jobs. Um, but don't worry, you'll most likely get it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, went to the interview, thought everything went well. And the head teacher called me at like 6pm. She said, unfortunately, Laurel, we won't be giving you your job back. So I said, wow, I couldn't believe it. Like, I didn't have any issues with anyone in the school. I got on well with the students. They were even fighting for me to stay, emailing the head teachers, everything. Like, can we have Laurel back? Mercy. So when you got the call saying that you, you're not having the I'm job back, you were shocked. Back. I was shocked because there was no even other candidates there to even take the position. So they'd rather, so they'd rather, they'd rather not have anyone than to have me. Mercy. That's how I saw it. That's okay. how I saw it. So, so said, tell well. us what you did next. So next day, luckily I had lined up another interview just in case this happened. But... It's wisdom. It's wisdom. But the same thing happened. They called me. They said, you, unfortunately, you didn't get the job. There was a better candidate on the day. So, so after the first rejection, there was another rejection. Another rejection. The 24 next day. hours later, 24 hours later, another rejection. I couldn't believe it. So just in 24 hours, I don't have a job. But then I was praying like, God, it doesn't make sense. Let your will be done. Let your will be done because n- none of this is adding up. So then four or five days later, um, a bank that I applied to like four or five weeks ago, they got back to me and they offered me an interview. Then after four rounds of interviews, I got the job with a bank. It was a better paying job, everything. 
So it was just by God's grace. Yeah. But, but the catch is the wait, catch, wait. The catch was bittersweet because by this time I really wanted to stay in the school because I decided I wanted to be a teacher. So me going into the bank is like that's not what I want to do anymore. But by the grace, I'm working in the bank and I've managed to do my teacher training applications and I've managed to get a place uh, on a PGCE course with Warwick, which is one of the best unis in the country. Wow. So after two rejections and then a job that you didn't really want, you kept on praying praying. and then God gave you the opportunity that you wanted. I thought you'd be clapping at one of the best universities in the country. So sometimes when it looks like things aren't working... God is working. Amen. So how would you encourage everyone that's heard your testimony? I would encourage everyone, especially everyone that's looking for a job, if it seems like it's not working, just keep on praying, praying for God's will. And the scripture that really encouraged me, it was Romans, it was Romans 8, 28. And all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. All things are working together for your good. Amen. God bless you. Clap for Laurel for such a powerful testimony. Wow. Warwick University. Some of you wish that it was you. Someone said they'll be there even though their course is finished, but it's okay. Wow. So, I told you I have an array of testimonies and I have another one to share with you. So I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister Milvet to share her testimony. She's one of the sisters in the berets today. Wow. Wow. It's a whole catwalk. Milvet, please step forward. Tell us who you are. Tell us what you do in church. My name is Milvet, and I'm in the Greater Love Choir, and, and the Brunel Center. Okay. And tell us what your testimony is about. Um, my testimony is about how I received a new phone through the prophecies of Bishop. Hey! A new phone! How many of you need a new phone? Me too. It's coming, in Jesus' name. Okay, so tell us. Tell us. Where it all started. Um, it all started from when I was trying. To <laughs> um, I was trying to pass my phone to my friend on the other side of the room, but I just threw it, not on the chair, and it dropped on his laptop. So I was like, "Oh." So you're trying to pass the phone to somebody, phone. but you couldn't be bothered, so you just threw the phone. Yes, I wow. thought I could aim it's for interesting. it properly, yeah. Okay, and yeah. then the phone broke. Physically, it didn't break, okay. but the camera, every time I put it on, it was making a noise like it's about to explode. It was... <laughs> so if I wanted to take a picture, I'd have to hit it like how you'd hit the old <laughs> Okay. So the phone weren't working at the time. It weren't working. It weren't working. No. Okay. And then what happened? Um, so joint service was around the corner. And we were like, yes, we're going to take so many videos for the people next year. And joint service comes. I have no camera. So, um, <laughs> so when Bishop came on to preach. At the joint service. At the joint service. Yes. He said, either write 
after he came on or right before he went off, he was saying, um, you will receive phones with good, you have phones with good cameras. I was like, Bishop, I receive it. I receive it. And after the service, <laughs> after the service, I was um, telling Pop, I'm going to have a new phone. Yeah, I'll have a new phone. You wait. So one day I was just there doing outreach with someone in my center. We weren't even friends because I don't even have her number saved in my phone. And then... She had just joined the center. So I was in the process of saving her number. Yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a new friend it from your center. Friend. A new yes, friend. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. No um, don't, don't mind them. It's okay. <laughs> my phone was on 20% and it just, boom, blacked out. I was like, oh. And then um, she was like, um, we're just talking. And she's like, I'll just give you my phone. It's new. I'm not using it. I've just got a new one. I'll just give you one. So and her like, new phone that she just got, she just said, because oh, no, your no, phone no, no, died. No, 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 no. <laughs> the phone she used to have, it was new okay. as well. But she was not using it anymore. So okay. she was like, I'll just give you my phone. Because I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I have a friend that sells, buys phones from people and sells them so you can give them money. Ooh. And then what did she say? <laughs> she was like, um, no, I'm giving you a new phone and you're here telling me to give it to somebody else. I'm like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, I'll take it. So she was insistent that you take the phone. No, she was like, okay, you'll be there, you'll be there. I was like, no, I'll take it, I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. So she so was she actually almost... going to let me go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Until I was like, okay, okay, I'll take it. Then later I went to Nando's, then we came back and actually got the phone and I was like, oh. <laughs> She's really giving it to she you. She really gave me the phone. I was like, okay. Yeah. Wow, okay. So, those of you that were sitting there when Bishop was saying that people will receive new phones and you weren't paying any attention and you didn't say, I'll receive it. Somebody has a new phone that you didn't receive and you didn't really know the person. She just decided to dash the phone to you. Wow, somebody will dash something that you need to you in the name of Jesus. Clap for Milvet. Would you like one more testimony? I'd also like one more testimony. Let's clap and welcome our brother. You don't know who the brother is. I don't know why I feel like making you wait just a bit. Are you sure? Let's welcome Seamus to give a powerful testimony. Okay, so this is Seamus from the Ashes, as you can see, and you also have a centre. Where's your centre? Catford. Catford. Wow. Anybody from Catford in the house? I see you, Catford. Okay, and tell us what your testimony is about. Ah, okay. So my testimony is about how letting go of the world and committing myself to God changed my life. Wow. Letting go of the world. You're clapping for the testimony already. Wow. So tell us, before committing to God and letting go of the world, what was your life like? Okay. So, well, this is my second testimony. So from... Yes. Ha- hashtag ready 20. 
Um, so my last testimony, I was, it was, you know, I was still, I was a consistent brother. I came to church. Consistent brother came to church. Yes. So those of you that haven't been coming to church, he's just given you the definition of consistency. The consistent brother. Okay. So you were coming to church. Yeah, so I was, I was becoming faithful. I was growing. I was becoming stronger. I was praying more. I was learning more. And yeah, I was getting stronger. But. But. Tell your neighbor, but. The type of but. There was one thing that I kind of kept forgetting about. I was like, Shane, you have, you have a girlfriend in the world, you know. So even though you were a consistent brother in church and you were coming, you still had a very worldly girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh yeah. Fuck um, So, obviously, as I grew, I, need, I, I knew I needed to make a change. Something had to be done. And obviously, first things first, let's bring her to church. She'll come. It'll work. It'll work. She'll come. She'll be saved. It'll work. Yeah, but you know, that didn't work out. And then... It didn't end up like that. So I got to a point where she gave me an ultimatum. She gave me a choice. And, uh, what was the ultimatum? Um, it took her to make the decision. But um, she said, you're going to have to decide on us or the church. And, uh, and what did I say? Where am I? Where am I? And I decided, you know... Um, even though my, my head was like, you know, this is the person I was going to marry or whatever. My heart was like, um, I can't say no to God. Not at all. Wow. And, um, and, uh, yeah, in that decision, I, I decided, okay, well, yeah, we ended that in that moment. But, of course, I was moving forward. And I was like, you know what? Now maybe we can do it properly. Maybe we can get, get it can work outside of our relationship. But, again, it didn't work. And eventually, it, it had to be cut. And um, had to be cut. So, yeah, I moved on. Um, I decided this is it now. I'm not going to do anything else but seek God. I'm going to develop my relationship with God. So, so, how did you start developing the relationship? So, that's when I just caught of everything else. I was going to focus on learning the word, studying the word, praying more, develop my, my relationship. And there was one thing that I never even thought about. It was like. Um, the mountain of the Lord camp, and I was in my head. I'm like, I can't go there. It's too expensive. It's far away. It's a foreign country to me. And, uh, <laughs> and when I when I and when I get there, I'm not even gonna know what where to where to start. But even after after that, I was like, it's got it's got to happen, because I sat down and I was still holding on to things in the past. A lot of me was worried about even guilty about the decisions I made. And I sat down and I prayed. And I, there was one night I remember I prayed and into the morning. And the next day I woke up and I felt peace. And it was like, I felt the presence of God right there. And I decided, it was like, he said, Seamus, you've messed about, you've, you've done your thing. And hey! <laughs> you've done your thing. Tell your neighbor you've done your thing. So for those of us that don't know what a ting is, ting is um, a colloquialism for thing. Okay, so you've done your thing, i.e. you've done what you wanted to do. 
Do you understand? Yeah. Okay, so you, you've done your thing. And then? And then yeah, I've shown mercy on you for now. So now it's time to, it's like, um, it's time to be serious. It's time to, to move forward. And in that moment, I was like, okay. And that's when I decided to go to the Mountain of the Lord camp in Ghana. And yeah, I went there. I went there. And I, yeah. To see the prophet preaching live in the flesh is, is something. Um, to be exposed more to the word, to be exposed and to really receive it and feel it. And that's when I knew this is, this is, where, I'm, this is where I'm destined. Wow. Clap for Jesus. And then it was after the mountain of the Lord camp that you started your center, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, in Capford. So Capford will be saved Amen. because of Seamus' testimony. Amen. Clap for Seamus and clap for Jesus for such a powerful testimony. Are you feeling encouraged? Feeling blessed? Me too. Well, you're about to be even more blessed because in the house today... We have a choir. They're a mega choir. They're a super choir. They're an anointed choir. And they're called the Greater Love Gospel Choir.
it's hot out here. No, I don't mind though. Glad to be free. will be removed. How many of you believe it? Are you sure? I thought that by now you'd be on your feet because we've come to the most pertinent point of the service. Our lives are about to be blessed. You're about to be refreshed because our pastor and our father, Bishop Richard Ayi, is in the house. So with a shout unto God, let's welcome our pastor to minister to us once again. I expect a miracle Satan, I declare you are destroyed in every life that is represented here. You have failed in every life that is here today. Thank you, Father, for salvation. Thank you for your power that shall prevail in every situation and in every circumstance and in every life that is here today. Let your will be done. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Beautiful. God bless you. Take your seats. And let us prepare to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Are you ready to hear the word of God? 
Okay, let us hear the word of God. Are the lights in this section, is it off towards the back of the side? It looks dark there. The lights, lights don't work there. Let there be light. Let there be light. Okay, we want to continue. Uh, what's today's date? 15th. Next week is what? 22nd. Okay, so next week is carol service, isn't it? Okay, so um, it means that we'll attempt to wrap up today on Know Your Invisible Enemies for this season on teaching on Know Your because it's a, it's a thick book. We couldn't have done everything, so we'll take a break. One day, when the Lord leads us, we'll come back to Know Your Invisible Enemies. But our advice is to read, to read the book and read the other chapters that we've not talked about and preached about so that you can overcome every invisible enemy that tries to approach your territory. Hallelujah. How many of you were around yesterday for our prayer time? You have crossed invisible borders. Yes. So, um, we're going to share briefly today and then from next week, it looks as though you, we've entered into Christmas season, isn't it? So there'll be other powerful messages that God will have for us. Yeah, next week is carol service, is that correct? And it's uh, Christmas jumper day as well, isn't it? I hope you've got your special Christmas jumpers. Yes, it's on its way. Well, you ordered it from where? eBay. Okay. But it's coming. Whatever it is, it's coming, isn't it? Yeah. Just make sure you look bright and happy and cheerful. And excited. A savior is born. Why not? And, um, after 22nd, the next service was 25th. And then, is there a Sunday before 31st? 29th, then 29th, then 31st. And then New Year. <laughs> wow. I can't believe we're entering into the year 2020. It's amazing. We just started 2019, isn't it? Yeah. It's... That's why what you, whatever you have to do, you have to do it immediately. Always be serious and do things immediately and do things fast. Yeah, because all those who were born in the year 2000 are turning 20 in a few weeks' time. Yes. Yeah. And we remember them when they were being born. Yeah. They're turning 20. So already some of you were used to feel cute in first love that you were young and whatever. We can't mention your age anymore. Six years ago when we started First Love here in the UK, there were 20 years. All those who were 20 that started with me here, they're all, you know, in another zone. Hey! Yeah, in a different zone. Yeah. When we started, they were 20, they were 21. They were really feeling cute. When they see the others from there, you know, they feel these are the oldest. Suddenly, there you are. Hi! <laughs> 
Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? It's not amazing. It's amazing. Some of you were in secondary school when we started. You finished school. You are doctors. You are whatever. Yeah. Because remember you, you were in secondary school. Yeah. The second year we started, the first laugh. We've gone to school. They've come back. They are doctors. They are sitting here smiling at me. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. So as we enter 2020, you see soon it will be 2026. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how old you'll be at 2026. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> so all I'm saying is that whatever you have doing, be serious about it and do it properly. So today we are going to talk about um <laughs> What's the title? Let me read the title. I, li- I, like, t- I like to get it right. Let me read the exact title. There's a title, isn't it? Turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Okay. Which title do you want? You want the one? Okay. How to avoid becoming a habitation of devils. We would like to avoid becoming a habitation of devils. A habitation of devils. That is a place where devils live. Habitation, habitat, dwelling place, house, home, resting place. So how to avoid becoming a habitation of devils. You will never become a habitation of devils. Yes. But listen to these things carefully. Believe it. Pay attention to it. So that you become someone who is filled with good things. And nice things. Not someone who is a habitation. That is the dwelling place. The, you see, devils must feel uncomfortable around you. When they, are, when they have their meeting and they are selecting who to approach, your name will not come up. Amen. When your name comes up, they'll say no. No, 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 no. Have you not noticed in the world, have you not noticed in the world, um, the so-called superpowers, when, when, when there are some problems in certain parts of the world, they don't get involved. Yes. It's like, no. Especially when, when they have to perhaps rise up against each other, then they use diplomacy. They never, they never try some things because they know that if you try, if you try, the price will be very high. So they don't try certain things at all. They don't. I, I once sat by um, uh, a U.S. Marine on the flight. Yeah, on the flight. And you know, I got him talking. So he started telling me stories. He told, he told me a lot, of, a lot of stories that because we are live streaming, I can tell you all the stories. But... No, you know, you can't tell it off. Can't tell because I don't want to tell you anyway. <laughs> yeah. But very, 
Very interesting. He, he, he even taught me some things and he said, and he said, we should stand up and practice it. So we stood up and we practiced on the flight. And the, the air hostess was very, very rude and horrible. I wanted extra coke. She didn't want to give me the coke. So at a point, he asked me, do you still want that coke? I said, yes. He said, I'll get it for you. <laughs> and, he, and he got me the coke. <laughs> and I learned that there are tricks in this world. <laughs> you can almost get anything. He got me the coke. He said, there. He said, he said drink it. <laughs> he said, drink it. And I took it and I drank it. But, but you see that you think that there are some things. I mean, there's a reason for everything. There's a reason why some things happen in some places, some things why things will happen in certain places. Every, there's, there's a lot of respect. As you see them there, you think this one says I'm a superpower, we have this, we have that. But there's a lot of respect. You don't go to certain places, you don't, you don't pick up certain fights. Because if you pick up the fight, you, you, you are not, you're not sure whether you win or not. If I, you, you would even know that you will lose. Or something bad will happen to you. And then the other thing that you would also notice is that those who fight don't fight on their, in their countries. Yes, they fight elsewhere. So there are some things that you have to cleverly avoid and make sure that it doesn't happen. So when demons have meetings and devils have meetings, and they do have meetings, you, your, your name shouldn't come up. That, oh, we can work through this person. Or we can do this through this person. You shouldn't be an option. When your name comes up, they should say that, no, 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 no. He's a superpower. We can't touch him. We can't, we can't, we can't go near him at all. They'll say, oh, no, 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 no. There's that girl. Hey. One of the demons should rise up and say, hey, that girl, the last time I tried. She poured something on my face like acid. And then the other one would advise, no, it wasn't acid. It was the blood of Jesus. She was taking communion. Then you see this blind, disfigured demon talking. Say, how do you think I became blind and my face became disfigured? She poured the blood of Jesus on my face. So they all say, no, we can't go. We shouldn't go. So when you don't learn certain things, you see that you see you see people who have become a habitation of devils. I'll show you, I'll show you scriptures and all that scriptures. But you should never be the person who is a habitation, has become a habitation of devils, a dwelling place, a dwelling place, a resting place. Can you see how you feel? You feel when you get home? The best, the best example to use is to see a lady who has entered into a home when she opens her front door. Because, you see, ladies have, they, they have, they have a rule. Um, ladies, I hope you don't mind when we use as examples. Yes. Yeah, you don't mind. But now you should be used to it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You see, ladies have a rule that Beauty is pain. You see, yesterday, on my way to uh, the service, I was on the train. Right next to me, right next to me was this lady. In this cold, cold afternoon, she was wearing flip-flops. 
So I was wondering, and she had dressed. She was really properly dressed. You could tell that she's going somewhere very important. Like, I think she was even going for a wedding or something. I don't know. Really dressed well. So I was wondering, how can you dress like this and be wearing flip flops? Then I looked closely and I saw in her hands, not in a bag, in her hands, were some silver sparkling shoes. She was holding it like this. And I realized that, <laughs> you people, let me preach you. I realized that the shoes were not that comfortable to put on now. So she was holding it like this. This is how she was holding it. On the train, she was, she was holding like this. Silver shoes with sp- some sparkling things. So she was holding like this. And she was wearing black flip-flop. Black. Black slippers. Rubber slippers she was wearing them. And holding her silver shining shoes like that. So when we got off, when we got off the train, I also had to run to catch the next one. And interestingly, she also had to run. But whatever she was wearing was quite long. So running was not easy for her. And I decided to stay behind her as she said. So, on my way out, this is how she was holding the train. We're going down the escalators. She was holding her shoes like this. She was like, All the way. All the way. And I was saying that, wow. Wow, I was saying to myself, wow, you wouldn't know. By the time she arrives where she's going to, you see in this silver shoes all together. But when she gets to her dwelling place where she's comfortable, look, the first thing she do is to just... Because it's been hot all day. Yeah. When they open their front door, they knock off the shoes. And then, if it's a scare, they have a way of getting the scare off of it, shaking the scare off and walking out of it. They shake it off. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't release any more of your secrets. Okay. Yeah. When I first got married, I used to watch a lot of things in the house. And I used to say, oh, so this is how it is. This is how it is. Mm. I didn't think so. But this is how it is. I used to watch, I used to watch a lot of things. Mm. You, you have to watch things. Why don't you watch? Why did you notice things? You have to notice things. Yes. I used to watch. I say, oh, okay. So she's in a dwelling place. She has to feel free. Just to feel free. And I'm saying, okay, then I'll be saying to myself, hey, so I'm no more special. It's like there's nothing to impress. 
I'll be watching. I'll be watching how I've been, I've been leveled. It's like, it's like you're a brother in the house. Yeah, brother, come on. <laughs> come on, we all, you're a brother. The days of impressing me are over. You're laughing at me. That will also be your story. <laughs> That's how it will be for you. What are you discussing? What are you discussing? I'm preaching. I don't know what you are discussing. Yeah. Yeah. I just say, I sit in the house quietly and I'll be ticking all the boxes. This one is gone. This also gone now. It's also gone now. So now it's like, you're my brother, you're my sister. <laughs> But they say I'm I'm talking about dwelling place. When someone begins, when someone begins to feel at home, then you discover and feel the real person, the real. So when you say the devils are, you've become a habitation of devils. It means that devils are at home with you. They use you for anything. They are themselves. They don't have to pretend. They don't. They don't have to knock. They don't have to ask. They don't have to do anything. Someone was coming to my office uh, a few days ago, and the person was knocking. I stand behind the door, and, 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 and I said to myself, where, I asked the person, when did you start knocking before you come into this room? When, when do you, what, I mean, when, what, what is this new behavior? Why, why, why are you knocking today? Because you used to just come. Why, why are you knocking today? What's the problem? Why are you behaving like Adam and Eve after they fell? You see, some things are rather a negative sign. It's a sign that there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Sign that there's a problem. You see, those of you who send messages say, good morning. Then you are waiting for... The other day, I was coming to somebody who waited for almost 36 hours for me to say hello back before they said what they want. I said, what behavior is this? How can you say good morning and you are waiting for good morning? And then you say, how are you? They say, I'm fine, thank you. Then you ask, so how are the children? They say, they are very well. How are this? Before you say what you want. I mean, mean, how? How does your mind work? What's going on in your head? Why can't you feel, why can't you be relaxed? Why can't you say, good morning, Bishop. I I, I just want to find out, is this A, B, C, and D, blah, 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 blah. Good morning. These are the answers. One, two, three, four, five. But good morning. They person with it. That is about 24 to 36 hours. I was literally just scrolling through my message. Sometimes I just go through message because I don't like to see unanswered messages. Yes, I don't like to look at my phone and see 200 messages not open. So I open every message. But it doesn't mean I've read it. I open all. I just open, 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 open. Yeah. No, no, no. I can tell that. I just open, 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 open. Because I don't like seeing that thing, that number. That you have read, it gives me stress. So I open all messages. All my, if you look at my phone, there's no unread message. I open all. Open, 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 open. Then later on, like I sit and just scroll, then I just scroll. I say, oh, I haven't read this one. I haven't responded to this one. I haven't, yeah. So then I saw it. I saw, hey, this person has said, 
good morning on Monday and we are on Wednesday. So I just said, okay, let me see if the person really had something serious to say or the person was just saying hi. So I just said, hi, or something. Then the person started texting immediately. Well, I wanted to see, I said, hey, what life is this? I mean, why? Why would you do that to yourself? What protocol is this? Or those who ask, um, um, please, can I ask you a question? But you just asked a question. You just asked a question. <laughs> It's, it's over respect, over polite. It's, it's, it's everything nice, but in the extreme. So it has become evil and negative. Yeah. It's everything nice again, but now it's to the extreme. Can I ask you a question? But you've just asked me a question. So you should have asked your question you wanted to ask. Or you don't agree? I agree. Even if you don't, I agree with myself. <laughs> But may you never become a habitation of devils. Second Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 11 says that. It says that, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. May Satan never get an advantage of you. He will never have the upper hand. For we are not ignorant of his devices. So you see that. One of the things you have to avoid in your life, which, which is the reason why we go to church, we read our Bibles, we read Christian literature all the time, is so that we are not ignorant. You don't want to be ignorant. You don't want to be ignorant. You don't want to be naive. You don't want to belittle and play down the effect of Satan in the world today and in the life of an individual. It, 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 it will cost you a lot to say to yourself, that, oh no, I don't believe in these things. Fine, you don't believe in it, but whatever you don't believe in doesn't mean that thing doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. You, can, you can say you don't, you, don't believe, you don't believe in HIV. It doesn't mean HIV doesn't. HIV doesn't need your permission to exist. That's the other thing you should also know, that the fact that you don't believe in something does not mean that you are exempted from the effects of that thing. You can say you don't believe in winter. It doesn't mean it's not cold. You can walk out, you can go out barechested and say, hey, I don't believe in winter. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. We'll come and visit you. <laughs> but you see, but that's, that's how the world behaves when it gets to spiritual things, when it gets to salvation, when it gets to God, when it gets to the devil. So they, I don't believe in these things. You are frightening us. It's scary. No problem. You don't have to believe in something for it to be real. You actually don't have to. You actually don't have to. But it doesn't mean that. You see, you're, you're rather displaying naivety and ignorance. You say you don't believe in something. I don't like this. You're, you're rather becoming more naive. So you have to believe that you have to know that these things are real. And these things have an effect. And it's having an effect, if not on you, on others. So the scripture is saying that we are not ignorant of the devices that Satan uses. We are not ignorant. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11, the scripture says that, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
So he also has wow. Another word for wow says tricks, operations, maneuvers, moves. He has moves that he makes. When Satan is making a move on you, you have to be, you have to be sharp. Says, no, Satan is making a move on me. He's about to make a move on me. He's making a move. That was Jesus Christ. That's what he said. He turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. Because Satan was about to make a move on him. That don't follow the will of God. Don't enter the ministry. Don't do what God is, is telling you to do. Don't do it. Do something else. He said, no, Satan. It was a move on him. A move. And the moves, the moves are subtle. The moves are subtle. So the moves are, 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 very, are very clever. Clever and clinical. You will, you will not easily pick it up. This is Satan. Satan doesn't come with red horns and a blue tongue with brown eyes. No, he, 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 the scripture says they, they come like angels of light. Like an angel. Very nice, very attractive, very, I mean, you, when he comes, you, that's what the scripture, the, the, the word that is used in one, on some of the moves of Satan is a temptation. When something is tempting, it means that the thing looks nice and attractive, and you would like to have it. Nobody, nobody is tempted to um, to do what? There are some things that are not tempting. Yeah, there are some things that are not tempting. That is why, after you fall into a temptation, it's not God who condemns you. It's the person who made the move on you, that's Satan, who condemns you. Yes. Because that's all he wants. He wants to have something to use against you. So you see, when, when God is saying, it's okay, you're forgiven. God is faithful to forgive you of all unrighteousness. That's what the, that's what that's God's word. That's God God's word. First John one nine. He's faithful. Do you know what faithful means? Faithful means that you can count on him. You can count on him. You can depend on him. You can trust him that he will forgive you. He will he will forgive you of your sins, and not only forgive you, he will also wash you of any marks, any marks of the mistakes you have made. But somebody keeps telling you that no, it's not that simple, isn't it? It's not that simple. It's not, it's not that easy to walk away. Yes. Who is that person? It's the person who made the move on you. Is it time to close? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said, you can count on me. God, he said, you can count on me. You'll sin. He said, you can count on me. I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. You can count on me. But can you count on me, him that you are, for, you are forgiven? Can you count on God that you are forgiven? It's all becoming like a mouse. And feeling weak and feeling bad. And telling yourself how bad you are. How wicked you are. He is saying that count on me. If you confess it, count on me. It's over. That's why he says, I'm faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful and he's just. But someone doesn't want you to preach again. Someone doesn't want you to serve God again. Someone doesn't want you to work for God again. So the person says, no. No, you don't qualify. But his word is saying that you qualify. It's, it's okay. Once you've confessed, he says, it's okay. 
But you are saying it's not okay because somebody is telling that it's not okay. So you then it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Is someone being helped? Yes. Yeah. And why is someone telling that it's not okay? Because he doesn't he doesn't want you to join the army of God to fight him. Depression confusion, low moods, no zeal, sense of resigning, sense of retiring from serving God, working from God. They are all acts of Satan. And he's happy when you feel that way. He's very, very happy. He likes it. So he makes a move on you. He uses a temptation. A temptation. A temptation. A temptation. I mean, chocolate cake is very attractive <laughs> when you see a slice a slice of chocolate cake with the, with the middle middle strips oozing with actual chocolate melting out hmm. when you look at it you just say mm. you think of all the health whatever then you just say you just say Father, I sanctify this food. (laughs) It shall be good for my body. Whoever told you that sin has an ugly presentation lied to you. Sin hasn't got an ugly presentation. Right from the beginning in the, in the Bible. The scripture says he, he, offered, he offered them an apple or a tree. He said, this is a tree. This is a tree. If you, if you eat it, if you eat this tree, if you eat this tree, you will become like God. He never said, if you eat this tree, you become like devils. He said, you will become like God. Did he actually tell you you shouldn't eat from it? No, eat it. Eat it. You'll be fine. That's the presentation of sin. It's always nice. But you shouldn't be ignorant. You shouldn't be naive. You, 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 should, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be someone who thinks that this is not a trick from Satan. It's a trick. It's a trick. It's like, have you seen these um, leisure places? Usually you see them at, um, at places where you see these these games and then it's like um, you have this and you ha- if you can use it to pick yes. Yes. teddy bear you waste yes yeah. and then you come close you come close when he picks it the thing just falls out then you say no 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 I'm too close I'll try again and then there's another one with coins <laughs> that if your coin gets in all these coins will come to you And you'll be there, determined that this money is coming to you. But you have to ask yourself that the creator of the game and the owner of the business, did he set it up to bless you? As soon as you answer that question, you walk away. You just walk away. Just walk away and say, okay, no problem. Be there. But it's very tempting. 
Yeah, it's very tempting. You keep adding your coin. Say, all these coins are going to come. Because when you add it, it shifts itself a little bit. It's as if it's coming, but it never comes. (laughs) So, we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. So, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 27. You should never become a habitation. Now look at this scripture carefully. Look at it. Look at it. The scripture, see, it means that neither means that he's giving us other instructions, other things to do. But he's telling us something else to do. He said, neither give place to the devil. So now here, what the scripture is handing back to us is that it's in your power to give the devil a place in your life or not. It is in your power. It's up to you. If it gets into you, if it makes his home in you, his habitation in you, it was you. You let him in. You are the one who let him in. If ever your car, your home, your bag, your wallet, your whatever has been broken into before, you will see that immediately you, you will discover the mistake you made. Yes. Maybe you shouldn't have left your car, your, your car here. Yeah. Maybe you, you left your bag open. Yeah. You weren't so um, vigilant in looking after what you had. You see, immediately you made a mistake. That's how come, that's how come the thief got in. Or that's how the enemy got in. Yes. So the scripture is saying here, neither give place to the devil. Don't give place to the devil. So all doors, all doors that the enemy can use to enter into your life, those doors must be closed. Five doors you must keep close. Five quick doors you must keep close in your life. Door number one. Because how do you how do you get how do you get into somebody's house through a door? Don't you use doors? Yes. So we also have doors. Five quick doors and then we will really go into how to avoid. Mm-hmm. Look. Neither give place to the devil. Let's read this scripture very quickly. Luke chapter 22 and um, verse 3. Then, say, then entered Satan into Judas. Same name is Carius. Iscariot. You see, I think I mentioned last week that there's a day when Satan enters. There's a day. Don't say that Satan can't enter. That's another, that's another lie you should, you should move away from. Don't say he can't enter because he can enter. Just as the Holy Spirit can enter, Satan can also enter. So don't say he can't enter and he won't enter and he's not interested in entering. He would like to enter. So there was a day. There was a day. Always remember. Anytime you remember Luke 22 verse 3. There was a day that Satan entered. All this while Judas had been there. There was no Satan. He was a treasure. If you have a treasure in the church, obviously Satan is not in you. I hope so. Hmm. Yes. He's been following Jesus. 
hearing the teachings, watching casting out devils. He's he seen all the miracles, but there was a day when Satan is, and when Satan enters into someone, the person begins to change. You see the difference immediately. You see the difference immediately. You said this person has changed. This person is changing. There's something wrong with this person. There's something going on with this person. There's someone going on. There's something going on in the life of this person. Listen to me, okay? Listen to me. Don't talk when I'm preaching. Don't talk. You see me that there's something going on in this person's life. There's something going on. There was a day that Satan entered into Judas, surnamed Iscariot. He entered through a door. Door number one. May your doors be left shut. Amen. May Satan never gain access. Amen. Okay, so we're going to do these doors very quickly. We're going to secure your doors. Your doors are going to be secured. The first door is the ear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark 4.24. And he said unto them, take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. This is what Jesus said. Take heed what you hear. What you are hearing is an invitation to different spirits. Either the Holy Spirit or evil spirits. So take heed. Can can you show us this verse in English so we can understand what take heed means? Take care what you listen to. Those are who listen to anything. Don't listen to anything. I don't listen to anything. Don't listen to any type of music. Or any type of speech. Or any type of commentary. It's everything that you listen to. Be careful what you listen to. Be very take care what you listen to. So we are, have you noticed that we are always advertising podcasts? Because we want you to listen to the right thing. Nobody gets paid even 1p extra for you, for your subs, subscription to podcasts. Nobody gains, gains anything. It's for you to hear the real things and to hear right things. Yes. Since my eyes opened this morning, I've listened to nothing less than four full sermons. Full. Yes. Full sermons. Live and recorded both ways. Yes. You have to be careful what you listen to. You have to be careful what you watch. You have to be careful what you have to be careful what you are hearing. Even your friends, when they start talking, they start to, you see, there's a face you, you have to be able to make to your friend, and then your friend will stop. You know that no 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 you can't talk like that. 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 Stop, stop, stop what you're saying. Stop it. Number two, I need to do these doors very quickly. So take care of what you hear. What you are hearing is forming imaginations and thoughts. Do you know that? Do you know somebody just whispers something once to you and your opinion about someone changes permanently? 
Hmm. The second door, you have to be careful, are your eyes. Your eyes. Luke 11 verse 34 says that the light of the body is the eye. The light of the body is the eye. The eye is the light of it. Means that what you see, depending on what you see, there, there is more, there is more brightness or darkness depending on what you are looking at. The light is the eye. So, when thine eye is single, thy whole body is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Can you see that? Can you see that the opposite, the opposite of um, the opposite of single is evil. It means that. It means that what he's saying is that keep your eyes focused on if you like the scriptures, godly things, and your whole body will be full of light. As soon as you have Instead of saying two eyes, he says evil. It means as soon as you have one eye in church, one eye on the word of God, one eye on the things of God, and then one eye on other things, your whole body is full of darkness. Full of darkness. Full of darkness. Of darkness. A, double, a double-minded person, a, a, a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. His prayers are not answered. Nothing works for him. That person receives nothing. Because he has double eyes. And the opposite, the opposite of single is evil. That's what the scripture is saying. So he said, have a single eye so your body be full of light. If you're a Christian, be a Christian. Focus on the word. See the word. Believe in the word. Think on the word. Watch preaching. Watch good Christian ministers. The one eye. One eye, is, uh, one eye is I'm learning a song for the, for the choir. Not because it's a song that you, you enjoy. You see, you see, there are different types of singers. There are different types of singers. There are, there are, there are singers that I call them, they are like actors. Because what the person is singing, is only singing it because he has to come and sing it in church. It's not the person's life. It's not the person's life. It's not, it's not even, it's not, you, so you can even tell even the way the person even pronounces the words of the song that this is not the person listens to all his life. He's just learned this thing to come in show, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there are those that, what they are ministering, you see now I'm using the word ministering, what they are ministering is, is their life. That is them. So those people sing and minister better than those who learn the song for the sake of it. Is that this? They said this is what we are singing on Sunday. Sunday say we are singing the but but that that's not our world of songs. When you go into that person's world, the, the person is from a different world, something else. The person is to is into something else, something else. So they just come and parrot words to us. Sometimes they can't even remember the words. How will you forget your name? Don't go by that name all the time. If you forget your name, then we, we, then it means it's not your name. At all. At all. It means it's not your name. Mm. Mm. 
So when you have more than one eye, you don't, you actually don't do well. When you can't switch fully, you can't switch fully devoted, fully committed to what is being done. You, you, you actually don't do well. Because you are dual, you, you have a dual spirit and a dual mind. You are really into duality. Serious on Sundays, hey, anyhow for the rest of the week. So your eyes, your eyes, the movies you've been watching. No problem. Yes. No, no, all the all these things affect you. All these things affect you. All these affect you. Look, they are scary movies. If you watch it, you'll be afraid. You will not even like to go out. <laughs> even the news ministers evil spirits. Yeah. And there are certain movies that has a lot of twists. So you see that things you've not, you've not even thought of before. Suddenly you begin to think that, oh, so this is real. This is real. It's like this kind of movies that have men, boyfriends, men, husbands who are having affairs. This. So you see, suddenly you are affected. That's when you start asking your beloved, do you really like me? That's when you see a lady now always checking on her husband's phone. Not because her husband has done anything, but she's watched something and seen her husband doing something. And it has ministered something to her. So now she thinks that if this man who wears suit and tie can do this in the movie, then she turns and look at her and say, mm. Mm. All things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. See, sometimes you meet a young lady. She's very young. She's very young. But she talks as though she's 60. Because of what she's seen in her house. So she's adopted. She, she doesn't realize that she's adopted the devils of her mom. And the devils of her house. She's adopted it. And if you believe I do such a person, I have to pray for you. Hey! Yeah. Young lady in her 20, early 20s, but when she's talking, so she's, she's, lived, she's lived for 150 years, but her body just didn't grow. I've said to a couple of people before, you sound too old for your age. I just didn't want to say that you've contracted too many demons. You've given too many demons access to your mind. You've given too many demons access to your mind. That your mind is not thinking well. You sound like your mom or your auntie or your grandmother. Thought of what you have seen, what you have seen and focused on and meditated on and received, what you have seen and heard. Door number three. 
Door number three is the door of the mouth. Hmm. Yes. A lot of diseases go through the mouth. What you eat. How many of you have eaten something and it was it was a bad? I mean bad. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. Door number four. Door number four, the nose. Things you breathe in. Yesterday, a lady came to sit opposite of me on the train. You know the train. She was, I was sitting on these one, two, three, four chairs, and she sat in front of me when there were a lot of spaces on the train. I have you? Let me ask you a question. Have, let me ask you a question. Whether you also have that experience that you enter the train and you choose a quiet place, and that's the very place others like to come and sit when there are chairs. Do you also have that experience? Oh, okay, so it's not just me. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I've concluded, I've concluded that it's human behavior. I think, I think human nature finds security where there are others. And then we follow without thinking. So when they come and everywhere is empty and this is where you are sitting, they feel there must be a reason why you are here. So they join you there without thinking. Because I'm always wondering, I mean, why? Look, Jess, why are you coming to me? Why? You've also experienced it. I'm always wondering, but that's my conclusion. My conclusion is I think, I think people find security in doing what others are doing. It's like what you are doing must be right. It's like what you are doing must be the right way. Even dressing. You put, we quickly take a, a look at what everybody says, then you do it. Yes. So this is what must be right, so let me also do it. So I was telling you, so this lady. Are you listening to me? So I was sitting happily, alone, alone, in a quiet cabin. This lady comes there. There's spaces. Then she chooses to sit directly in front of me. Like this. We were there like this. And I was wondering, why? Now, not only was she sitting like this in front of me, she was coughing. She had, she had a terrible cold. So she was there. Maybe she came so I can have a good example to preach to you. Yes. But through your nose, things enter as well. You breathe it in. You breathe it in. You breathe things in. Those of us who use our voice to work. Our voice. This, this part of our body is very important. The ear, the nose, the throat is very, very important to us. So we are very particular about 
things we touch, things we sneeze, and we, at, the, at the point you get tired, you just say, Lord, Lord, keep me. <laughs> Lord, keep me. Yeah, Lord, just keep me. Yeah, Lord, keep me. Because as the lady was sitting in front of me, I was saying to myself, no. How am I going to preach tomorrow? What am I going to do tomorrow? Yeah. I came home once from my, one of my travels. And I was going out again for another program in about two days. I was just home for a day. And then the third day I'm out, or the second day I'm out. When I got home, there was my wife. I said, Lord. I said, Lord. I organized. Look, you should see me walking in the house as if, as if I'm an alien. I had wipes in my hands. When I'm touching the door, I use wipes to open the door. It's as if I can, as if I can see the viruses. I was dodging them. If I see her facing in this direction and she's breathing, I'll face this way and breathe. I open windows. And I said to myself, I've done very well. Every door, I wipe. Then I'll use a wipe in my hand again before I touch it. Then the day came, the morning came, when I had to leave the house. As I was leaving my back. I just turned to her and say, Have you seen what you've done? I overcame the ones that were on the doors, door handles here, here, but I couldn't overcome the one in the air. Oh. Wow. Maybe I shall stop breathing or shall find myself some mask or something. Or, or I should have left the house. Yeah. Ah, that's it. I should have checked myself into a hotel somewhere. Then, yes. Even there, I don't know what is there. <laughs> so the notes. Number five. Number five. Are you there? Yes. Hey, this one. Are you ready for this one? Yes. This one is the door of the vagina. Yes. Don't get too excited. Vagina, the vagina is the name of an organ. Like you can say heart, lungs, kidney. What other organ is there in the body? Liver. What else there? Stomach. What? Spleen. Yes, they are organs. Yes. So, vagina is not, it's not, it's not a vulgar word. There's, there's a vulgar version of it. You know it, isn't it? How do you know it? Even if you know it, don't say it. Don't teach us. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. So, no, listen to me. I'm giving you the doors very quickly so that I can start preaching. <laughs> so, they, they say, these doors, you have, to keep, you have to keep them shut. 
first door was what? Second door? Third? Fourth? Five? Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> now we are all guilty. Revelation chapter 8. Revelation chapter 18. Revelation chapter 18. Revelation chapter number 18. After these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. Verse 2, verse 3, verse 2, verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils. Devils have taken hold and control of Babylon the great. It's like a great city has become fully infested with devils. Then he says, and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bed. These are all different descriptions of demons and devils. Birds, different types of birds. They, are all, they, they all represent types of devils and evil spirits. Depending on their operations and their purpose and their intentions, they manifest in a certain way. Yesterday, we, 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 we saw a couple of demons and how they manifest. So, birds, birds are another type. And then foul spirit, a foul spirit is another type of operation of demons. They're called foul spirits. You see, you, it, uh, uh, on one occasion, Jesus said, come out, you foul spirit. He called the spirit a foul spirit. This one is a foul spirit. Anyway, verse 3. He's explaining to us now how he became a habitation of devils. He said, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are wax rich through the abundance of her delicacies. So through that organ that she has, spirits have entered into her. It looks, it will look, it will look as though it's a penis that is entering, but demons are being injected into you. Demons. That's why you see, you see people after one experience, it's as though they can't control themselves again. And then, and then it will be, are you listening to me? It will be unfortunate for you to have such a person in your life. Because suddenly you will discover the person is taking you back to your old ways. If you had an old ways. Or if you've never had an old way, you said the person becomes like your trainer. Things you've not done, things you feel you are free from, so the person has introduced you to it. But she looks beautiful. She looks nice. She looks attractive. She's in church. She's calm. She's peaceful. But be with her. One, two, before you realize you are down. One, two, before you realize you are down. One, two, before you realize you are down. Before you are into, you are into several things. Because the person is a habitation of devils. You will never be a habitation of devils. Yes. Watch people that you can easily sleep with. Watch people that sleep with you easily. 
Very easy for it. The door is open. The door is open. You are coming in and out, in and out, in and out. You feel you are, you are, you are having pleasure. But you are signing up to demonic, satanic activities. She can control herself before that you also can control yourself again. You've become a sleeper around a sleeper around her person. You will not be that person. Amen. So you, you, you have to know. Don't be ignorant. Don't be naive. Don't think that you have met someone who really likes you. Don't, don't never think that you are in love. Love is not sex. Yes. Yeah. Love is How can love be sex? So zip up that place till you say, I do. Yeah. Those people that are sleeping with you every time, they are sleeping with you. They say, We want to do this. We are sleeping around. We are doing this. Marry them and see, and see if they will be the same. That's when you will discover that, no, I've got a demonized, but by that time it's too late. You will see that you have fornicated more than in your 10 years of marriage. What you got, what you got outside of marriage, it won't get to the, because it's not, it's not the person's nature. It was just, it was just used to destroy you and to harm you. So now you see that, you see that after you are married with such a person who has trained and, and given you those spirits, now in the mind you can't be faithful. Hmm. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So, never find fornication attractive. That wow, I've got some secret relationship. I'm really enjoying. No, you are getting a false. You've met somebody who is a house, a girl who sleeps with you. Don't advise you never marry such a person. She sleeps with you. If you are, if you are, if you are not wise enough. To save yourself quickly. And you fall. When, when, you, when, you, when you fall and you stand up. And you come to your senses. Tell yourself no. No not this one. Not this one. Not this one. This one is a habitation. And you yourself now pray. That you, she has not transmitted things to you. Hmm. So, close that door. Close it. Tell the nearest sister, shut the door. Okay, shut the door. And tell her, keep it shut. If the person is married, don't say it to the person. It's not allowed to be shut. If the person is my turn, I say, sorry, I meant keep it open. (laughs) (laughs) So, all young lady beloved. Please don't destroy our brothers, okay? Don't destroy our brothers. Don't. No matter how hard they try, 
Worst case scenario, then they should rape you. And when, if they rape you, call the police. Get them arrested. I, I'm giving you that. Get called. The, that person must be arrested. We can't have a rapist around us. You know the police? I'll back you. He should be arrested and handcuffed. I'll visit him in jail, but it's, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he shouldn't go to jail. He should go to jail. I'll visit him. I'll visit him. I'll pray for him. But never given. Never given. Never become that easy and that cheap. Say no. Say no. Say no. I I I heard someone preaching this morning. (laughs) This was preaching about Mary. Virgin Mary. No, he was she was espoused to Joseph. That is, they were engaged. This was explaining that from the day of the engagement, the whatever, to the day of that marriage. So there's a period in the Jewish tradition where there's a period. I learned it this morning. They said so that period is supposed to be one year. Yeah, it's supposed to be a year so that they engage for a year. Wow. And he kept saying that from the day that Joseph proposed to the day that they're supposed to marry. It's one year. And the Bible says that Mary was a virgin. Then he will say again. He said, he, he, he looks as though you don't understand. He said, from the day of the proposal to the day of the marriage, it's supposed to be one year. And the Bible says, virgin Mary. So he said, all ladies here must become Marys from the day you are proposed to to the day you are married. Be a Mary. Be a Mary. Yes, be a Mary. Don't do anything else. Be a Mary. Be a virgin. I heard it this morning. I'm sharing my my preaching, little preacher I had this morning to you. Be a Mary. Be a Mary. Be a Mary. Be, in other words, be a virgin. Keep that place shut. Till, till you're married. Till the pastor says that I pronounce you husband and wife in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Then we scream. You can, you can, you can even, you can even take him out and run and leave them for the rest of us. You can go. If you are that desperate, you can run away. Are you still in church? You're still here. So that thing, that thing introduces demons into you. It's not pleasure. It looks like it's pleasure, but it introduces demons into you. That's why you meet people, they can't help themselves. You say the person can't help herself. No, the person can't help themselves. I 
And you'll be thinking that you are very blessed. No, 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 You are flirting with demons. Yes. And who said it's easy? It's not going to be. It's not. It's not easy. But the fact that it's difficult doesn't mean that you must give in. Yes. Everything good is difficult. Is it easy to get first class? Is it easy to get an A star? So why, why do you, why, why do you want why do you want pleasing God to be easy? And living right and living why do you want it to be easy? That's what Paul said. I'm crucified with Christ. Crucified with Him. So nevertheless, I live. But he's like, I'm alive, but I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why when we preach and we say some things, you feel what we are saying means that it has to be very easy. Like, if you're a little one, just wake up. Like, you just say no to sex. No. It's like, it's like saying no to racism. It's not, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Come on. Come on. You have to know the implications of what you are doing. The implications. You see, now, now I'm preaching. Now the brothers are all learning. Now they can see that when you meet a girl, oh, it's easy to do this. It's, to do this. it's like she's a certain way. What's going on there? It means that it means that you've met a girl who is of certain a girl who is of a of a lower quality. So far as not a lower human being, but a lower quality. So far as the faith is concerned, yeah, you've met someone of lower lower grade. Wow. Tell your neighbor I'm healed. I'm healed. Yes. <laughs> but you saw it in the Bible, isn't it? She's become a habitation. And then the final door that must be kept shut is the door of the anus. The doors. The doors are basically the holes on the human body. Yes. Romans chapter 1 verse 26. NASB. NASB. For this reason God gave them over to degrading passions. For their women exchanged their natural function for that which is unnatural. I'm sure you can understand it, isn't it? Yeah. You know the natural function of a, of a lady? Don't you know the natural function? And when it's exchanged for that which is unnatural, when you are penetrating where you shouldn't penetrate, on the same sex. Verse 27. <laughs> and and, and in the same way also, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman. Yeah. 
and bend in their desire toward one another. Men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty for their error. Wow. Men with men. Penetrating where was not designed for penetration. It's an exit. Ah, is it not? Is, it, is that what it's for? You see, one day I was, I was driving and I was, I was, I mean, I really had to get some. I was running out of time. I had run out of time. And then, just as I was about to make a turn onto a street, I saw the signs. The red sign with the white thing in it. What does it mean? One way. It means that you can't enter. No entry. Listen, no entry. It was only those coming this way. I can't go in. And I was with this brother. And I said, this thing says that it's one way you can only, you, you can't go, you can't go in. So I turned my car around and I was going to reverse in. Then the, and the brother said to me, he said, no, no, it's not saying one way. It's not saying exit or whatever. It's not saying that you can't go in with your face. It's saying no entry from the point that I'm on. There's no entry. That's what he's saying. I said, oh, you're right. You're right. So I moved out to go round and enter from the other way. Because this is a no entry. This place is a no entry spot. It's no entry. It's no entry. It's a no entry spot. Yes. It's a no entry. (laughs) What does verse 28 say? And just as, no, I'm reading the Bible. I'm reading the Bible. And just, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper. That's what the Bible says about people who do this. A depraved mind, a lower mind. A lower mind. What are the synonyms of depraved? Depravity, depraved. What's the dictionary? Don't shout words. Make sure you are reading the dictionary to me. I need synonyms for depraved. Going over to a depraved. So, so you will see that when you see some maybe in suit, it about holds on to a certain. You know, the scripture says that it's a depraved mind. Have you found something? Read it. Read it. Sure. Lude. Lude. Yeah. Nefarious. Mm-hmm. Shameless. Nice. Sinful. Mm. Vicious. Mm. Vile, mm. wanton, oh. warped, oh. wicked, oh. abandoned, oh. base, oh. debased, oh. debauched, oh. degenerate, oh. degraded, oh. dirty, oh. fast, oh. low, oh. mean, perverted, wow. twisted, vitiate, vitiated, bad, dirty minded. Dis- it's okay. I think it's okay. Now, this, this is a Bible. It was written before you were born. Was it not written before you were born? Yes. Yeah. So, that, that place 
exit only. Now, now, how do you avoid becoming a habitation of devils? If this how it enters, if these are the doors, I've just shown you the entry spots, the entry point to keep it shut and closed. Is it clear enough? Yes. It's clear. Are you going to keep it cl- closed? Yes. Sisters, are, are you going to keep it closed? Yes. You're not going to destroy brothers, isn't it? No. And you're not going to allow sport brothers to spoil you too, isn't it? No. Yeah. Sometimes you never know the guy has got the spirits from somewhere else already. And he's bringing it on you. And you are thinking of your wedding day. So you just, you just want to be married. By the time, by, by time you are married, you are both, you are both mad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And be careful about strangers. Even though you know the person's name, but the person is a stranger. When the person starts making certain moves on you, you should know that the person is about, that's an agent of Satan. About to baptize you into evil and into demons. You have to know it. They are, they are Baptists, Baptists of, of Satan. Satan has agents that are moving around trying to baptize people to get them to have demons and devils. They don't have red horns and a pink nose and a tail and a tail. No. Decent, decent guy, decent guy, but he's Satan. I'm telling you, decent guy, decent guy, but he's employed by Satan. Decent, intelligent, clever, maybe rich, but he's an employee and he has to do his job. So don't be ignorant, don't be naive. And you see when he comes, he's interested in the doors. He's interested in the doors. He's finding his way through that door to download a legion. A legion of spirits into you. That's why you see after that you are not the same again. You are not the same. It takes the power of God to set you free. You are not the same again. Can't understand anything, won't understand anything, won't receive anything, won't respect anything. I mean, anything that is, is good or represents good. You see, you've become anti that thing. You fight, you reject, you oppose everything that makes, makes sense to common reasoning. You can't even stand it again. See, you're 22, but you talk as though you're 62. Hey. <clears throat> and your arguments of life of the injections you've received but God sets you free today Amen. the scripture says they shall know the truth and the truth shall set them free so how, how will you avoid it very quickly ten, in 10 minutes we are done mm. number one avoid becoming the habitation of devils by being filled with good things be filled with good things be filled with good things be filled with good things, with good things. are you going to be filled with good things Exodus 35 verse 30 and Moses said unto the children of Israel see the Lord the Lord has called by name Bezalel the son of Uri the son of Her of the tribe of Judah verse 31 
and has filled him with the spirit of God. In wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. I'm pointing out to you good things now. Be filled, be filled with good things. Amen. Look at the Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, and the place was shaken, where they were assembled together, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. God fills with the Holy Ghost. He fills with the Holy Spirit. Colossians 3.16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. It's not by chance that we, we say, read, read your Bible every day. Get podcasts. So it's not, it's not by chance. It's so that you'll be filled with good things, filled with good things, filled with good things. You see, one of the, one of the difficult things to obey are laws. When the Holy Spirit takes over your life, which now you should use to determine what you are full of. You see that certain things fall off your life. It's peeled off without anyone giving you instructions and laws. So the, the things peel off your life. But when you are told, why is this person your friend? Why are you going here? Why are you watching? It's, it's hard. It's hard to comprehend and to flow with because you are bereft of the Holy Spirit. You are destitute of good things. So it's a struggle. It's a struggle to obey. And you see, and I understand. I say I understand not because I agree, but I can. You can just tell me that no, this person is not full of the Holy Spirit. That's why you struggle with. You struggle with the obvious. But when you become full of the Holy Spirit, certain things just fall off your life. It falls off. It falls. You don't struggle with it. You don't struggle to be with certain people. You don't struggle to have certain friends. I mean, they, they are out of your life without even announcing it. Yes. Certain habits fall out of your life. So instead of receiving loss and struggling, tell yourself, no, I'll talk to this person again. Rather, I'll say to you that, be filled with good things. Be filled with the word of God. Be filled with the spirit of God. Listen to messages. Read your Bible. Pray. Listen to spiritual songs. You see, be, be glued to such things. That's the battle you must fight. Be glued to such things. And you see, this will fall off. When you don't have time for it. I don't blame you that you are the way you are. I actually don't blame you. Because I know why, why you, you struggle with such things. I, I know why. How can you be comfortable with unbelievers? Hang out with unbelievers. Move with unbelievers. Play with unbelievers. Chat with unbelievers. I mean, how? How can you be with an unbeliever for three days and three nights? Chatting and, and, say, and say that you are having fun. I understand, but it's quite strange that you are, st- you, you are like that. Because you are not full of something. You are not full of it. If you are full of it, hey, hey, you will not, you, you will not play certain games. Yeah. You, will even be, you will even be close to a Christian who is maybe not so strong, but a Christian. At least speaking, speaks in tongues. At least you can discuss Sunday's message. And say the bits you didn't like. And the bits that you like. But you can be with unbelievers. 
Abraham, it means that no Christianity is discussed. No scripture is discussed. No morals are nothing. You are just there fooling. Very means you are strong in the world. You are very, very strong in the world. And you have to judge and assess yourself on that. You can, you, of course, you can avoid them. You meet unbelievers maybe at work. You can't avoid them. You know, but at work, what do you talk about? You talk about work. You talk about, you talk about the weather. You talk about elections. There's something to talk about elections. Talk about Boris Johnson. Talk about Jeremy Corbyn. Who else is there to talk about? You just talk about them. It's over. I mean, you can talk about it for the whole week. It will last you a week. It's good enough news to talk about for the whole week. They talk about Brexit. They say, that's a thing. But how can you dwell? How can you dwell? With people of no faith or different faith for nights and days, and you are comfortable. What is in you? Are you therefore surprised when you have certain attacks? (laughs) Church is quiet. (laughs) It explains because certain doors are opened. So certain things come in and out at will, as they will, they, they visit you. One man of God was preaching about don't marry an unbeliever, be you not unequally yoked to unbelievers. And then he said, if you marry an unbeliever, Satan is your father-in-law. And then he added, and then he added, he will visit you when he wants. He'll visit you when he wants. Your father-in-law can come to your house when he wants. Yes. My children were, were married. I can go to the house without announcement. I don't need to book, make an appointment to appear in the house. I will appear as and when. And I'll stay as long as I want. Yeah. You give me a key. Thank you. I'll even catch one for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's when the Satan becomes your father-in-law, you'll be visiting. So you leave that door open to say, hey, we're coming in and out. That's what the scripture says. Put on the full armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. Don't leave in this because other, he'll be coming in and he'll be in and out. In and out as he will. In and out as he will. And you can't question him. He's come home. Wow. Hey. So be filled with the word of God. Habakkuk 2.14. For the earth is filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. So be filled with the knowledge of God. Know about God. Know about him. Know God. Know God more than you know politics. Know God more than you know football. Know 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 about God. Know the ways of God. Know the will of God more than you know about cricket. Know God more than you know about the opposite sex. Because yeah. if you can look at a woman and say, wow, this girl should be like this, should be like this. Yeah. You know, you can tell her statistics. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Colossians 1 now, 9. 
For this cause also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. It's not wisdom and spirituality. So be filled with the knowledge of the will of God. I'm still on the point, be filled with good things. So I'm showing you different things you must be filled with. Be filled with the word. Be filled with the spirit of God. Be filled with the knowledge of God. And then be filled with the knowledge of the will of God. One of the big questions you should be asking yourself in life and ask yourself all the time. It's not a one-off question. All the time. Am I in the will of God? Am I in the will of God? What does God want me to be doing now? What am I doing now? Will of God, will of God, will of God. (laughs) Number two, avoid becoming a habitation of devils by surrounding yourself with the preaching of the word. It drives away demons. Mark chapter 1 and verse 21. What does it say? Is the room also warm for you? Okay, me too. And they went into this into, into Capernaum. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? And straightway on the Sabbath, they entered into the synagogue and taught. Verse 22. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. Verse 23. And there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Thou Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know, thee, I know thee who thou art, the Holy One. So you see, when you listen to the word of God, when you listen to the word of God, often devils are driven out of you. Amen. Yes. You may not even know, but de- devils are displaced. Mm-hmm. The more word you have in you, the more evil spirits are displaced mm-hmm. from you. Yeah. It's like the Archimedes principle, the law of upthrust. Perhaps the amount of word you put in you, an equal amount of evil spirits is also displaced. I don't know. I said maybe perhaps. But it's a good illustration to see that as a word is coming in, there's displacement. You have little word. Little word you see, you see, you are full of argument. Have you seen people who argue? I hope you don't argue about I hope you don't argue about everything. I hope you don't argue about everything. I hope you can get to the place where you say, oh, I've not thought of it. Know that everything you have resistance. That's another spirit in the person speaking. Everything is argument. If long argument, debates, struggle. Never yield, never give in. Never say sorry. That means you have very little word in you. The spirit in you is very little. Be full of word. Be full of the word. It will displace evil spirit. It will displace stubbornness. Stubbornness. Stubbornness is very evil. Hey, hey, who is there? Give me the scripture. Stubbornness is like idolatry or rebellion. It's like idolatry or that scripture. Yes. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. If I, if I say you're an idol worshiper, you say no. But stubbornness is like idolatry. That is, I won't give in, I won't yield, I won't change. 
Different people have spoken. Your grandma has spoken to you. Your mother has spoken to you. Your father has spoken to you. Your pastor has spoken to you. Other pastors have spoken to you. The preaching has spoken to you. Uh, you were reading uh, your Bible. God spoke to you, but you won't get that stubbornness. I won't change its stubbornness. I'm not changing. My, I'm not changing my stance. It's stubbornness. And by the way, it's as iniquity and idolatry. Wow. No problem. Number three. Avoid becoming habitation of devils by receiving prophetic declaration and it will drive away devils. Luke chapter 13 verse 10. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had the spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed down together and could in no wise lift up herself or lift herself up. I lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him. And said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified. So you see, receive the prophetic declarations. When you come to that, you hear the word, you are free from every evil spirit. Receive it. When you come to that, you, you hear, you are being promoted. Receive it. Because to you, you, you'll be wondering, why is he saying this? And people are saying, I received this. Demons are being commanded out. Yes. The words that are being spoken are words of power. The words are spirit and life. It's changing you. It's changing you. So if I stand here and I say, receive a blessing. I you receive it. And sometimes when you see that the devil is really down and out, you have to receive it with style. You have to receive it. Chais. 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 Satan, no, this one. I go to Axta. You see, when the football team is winning, they are about, they are coasting. They've crossed like five goals to nothing. Then you see the strikers start, they start scoring the goals with style. But before, before, when you are not winning, you can't score, you can't do those things. So it gets to the point you see that you are coasting, you have overcome the enemy. When I say receive a blessing this week, I receive it. Ah. Come on, give Jesus a shout of praise. You have to become masters at receiving. Receive prophetic declarations. Can you see that every Sunday morning, every, those of you who come late, you miss it. Every Sunday morning, we have, we have prophecies, declarations on our lives. As, as we are walking here, you see, we are not the same. Some of us are secured. We have received declarations and prophetic declarations on our lives. Maybe we should have one in the morning and one at the end of the service. For the sake of those who can't help it, who still come late. We love them enough to share the blessings with them. It just means that you will have double portion. Uh huh. They will have one, you have two. Mm -hmm. So Jesus just looked at her and said, Woman, thou art loosed. And that was the end of her problem. Every problem in your life comes to an end today. Every long-standing struggle is broken off your life today. 
In Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Devil, devil run when they hear such things. They don't like it at all. They run. They run. Sit down. Yes. You must have you must have recordings of prayers that you play and that you receive. There are several, several of them by, of, of, of um, the prophet on, um, on YouTube. You see Bishop Dad praying, prophesying. Some of them 24 hours. Some of them 15 hours, 12 hours. Just press play and lie in your bed. And say, this is, this is for me. This is mine. I take it. I receive it. I receive it. You, 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 your, your mind can't even wonder. When they are praying, you see yourself even praying. Then you hear the I receive it. Demons will believe in. Demons will believe in. May every devil depart from your life. Have you not noticed that when you are isolated, when you are isolated, you have a lot of bad thoughts. A lot of bad thoughts and it gets worse. Because it's like the enemy is good at making it look more serious, making it look very big. It's like it says, see, meanwhile, meanwhile, what you are thinking about is nothing. Nobody is even thinking about what you are thinking about. But when you are isolated, Satan will speak to you. So never be isolated. Always be hearing the word. Be hearing the word. Be in good fellowship, good company to hear good things. It drives away devils. Drives away demons. Sit down, let's finish off. The next is that avoid becoming a habitation of devils by having quality hands laid on you. Yes. That's what the scripture says. Right there, verse 30. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight. In the day when you have hands laid on you, you see that something is happening to you. How many of you like hands to be laid on you? 31st night. 31st night. Hands to be laid on you. With with oil. With the Holy Spirit. 31st night. Don't miss that night for all the rice in China. Because hands shall be laid on you. Hands. You must have a strong craving for hands. Because the Bible says that when Moses laid his hands on Joshua, he was filled with the spirit of wisdom. He was filled with wisdom by laying on of hands. Laying on of hands. Someone invited me to his church. Not, not here. Abroad. Far. I sat on a plane for a long time and I landed. And when I got, I preached for four nights. And I was surprised. Right from day one, he kept telling me that on the last day, I want you to touch all my church members. So I was wondering why. He said, he said, God has shown him that I have something. And there's going to be a fast, a fast impartation. 
He said, he said, I shouldn't worry about falling or anything. He said, he said, just, he said, just touch him. So touch him. He said, just touch him. Hey, touch, I received. Touch him. He said, just touch. So on the last day, he made a queue. Thousands of members. Thousands of members. And I was just standing there. He said, just lay down. He said, just touch them. He said, I know my church will not be the same. He said, I'm going to get people of it. He said, I'm going to get people of a certain quality. Just touch them. Like Moses. Have you seen it? He laid his hands on him and he was full of the spirit of wisdom. When hands are laid on you, things happen to you. Yes, things happen to you. Even if it's just like that, and go. It's your faith. Like the woman who touched the hem. Once the anointing and the presence is there, see hands. This, this tells it. I have received something. As you, as you are bringing your head, know that something is happening. Know that something is happening. Know that something is taking place. May you receive miracles. May you receive changes. Hmm. Fifth, five. Are you tired? Avoid, avoid becoming a habitation of devils. How many of you have cancelled any contract and agreement that you had with Satan that you are becoming? You've cancelled it today. Tell him that you have cancelled it today. Yes. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. Habitation. How can Satan be relaxed? In? He should know that no, I'm in the wrong house. No, 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 I'm in the wrong house. No, 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 I'm in the wrong house. I'm in the wrong house. I'm in the wrong house. No, no, this can't be. This can't be the house. Have you entered a wrong house before? You've never entered a wrong house in your life before? No. I have. I have. You know what I'm saying is that demons must feel that uneasy and restless. They should not enter at all. But if per chance they come to knock on your door, they should not know you are knocking on the wrong door. When they knock on the door, they should hear Kalabashandele Bikapa Paya, Parantele Bikapa Patosata, Palade. They must back up and say, Hey, what's happening here now? What's happening? This is as though there's something different. When they are coming, when they are trying to, they should hear you have earphones on, listening to preaching, listening to prophecies, 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 prayers, declarations. This was what's happening. What's happening in his head now? Hmm. Your days of flirting with demons are over. Amen. Demons make things okay to you. You also entertain the thoughts. And the scripture says that casting down imaginations. There are some thoughts you have to say, shut up Satan, shut up. Clear off. Casting down Im- imaginations that make you feel. 
It's, it's, it's your thoughts that make you depressed. When you think, you think, you think because the mood is changing. The mood is changing. The mood is changing. The mood is changing. And do you know something I want to, I, I don't know whether I can tell you, but I would like to tell you anyway. Sit down, let me tell you. There are, there are national demons or national devils and tribal devils. And I don't know whether the word is race or racial. There are demons for races as well. Because you see a type of person, they have certain problems and certain behaviors. You see, there's, there's some type of people that is, is, is the, if you visit that country, it's difficult to marry someone from there. They're all there. You see, they're all there. They're not married. They're like men. They're like men. So when you're not aware of such a thing, you live ignorance. You become, you're not going to be stubborn and argue. You're not going to be stubborn and argue. No, you, you have to rather open yourself and say no. Because the Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will rather set you free. Knowing the truth, Father, liberates you from suffering from that thing. There are demons from the country that I come from. They behave in a certain way. You want me to tell you how they behave, isn't it? But you won't tell me yours. Why do you want me to tell me mine? They behave in a certain way. My, my tribe, do you know, do you know tribe? Yeah. Tribes are the different types of people from the same country. My tribe, they are lazy people, lazy bones. Lazy, non-progressive bones. Lazy guys. Is it easy for me to see and to say it? So, what I have to do to myself to escape, I have to know, no, this is how these people are. So, I have to swim against the tide. I have to swim against the tide. Because they are, I'm telling you. They don't like work. Their mothers look after them. Grandmothers look after them. Great grandmother is looking after them. No job won't work. Just there. Just there. So you see, the female version there are also very strong and quarrelsome. You see a man, you see his wife blasting him, and he's just he's just there. Yeah. But, see, but it's very easy to deny such a thing. That's how, that's how people behave. They deny things. They deny things and they continue in it. They continue in the same thing that they are denied. They make the same mistakes. Try telling me that I'm lazy. Try it. I'm, I'm just saying try. <laughs> try it. Let's see if you can receive it. Some of you can tell you that. Watch. Don't do Watch. That thing, the devil there is affected, trying to affect you. So change this thing about you. Change it about you. Because you fight too much. You quarrel too much. You complain too much. Everything.
you are complaining. You don't want to give in to anything. I can show it to you that watch people just like you, the older versions of you, and see if you want to follow that trend. But if I say it, you say, Claire, he's being very that's why I'm using my, my people as an example. Because you are more comfortable with it, isn't it? It's more interesting to listen to me using my people. But I can use your people. I have several people I can use. Yeah. And you will see that it's true, it's real. It's there. By the grace of I've traveled to different. So if you where you come from, I've, I've been there more than you have. I understand, I understand your people more than you understand yourself. It's true. It's true. I've been there many times. I've preached there, I've interacted. They can't so when you see the, the ladies, they can't marry, they don't marry. They can't, you can't because you can't live with them. Ooh. You shall escape any such demon. Amen. When you start complaining, you feel like complain. I must complain. I must talk. I must say my mind. Hey. 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 It's not everybody who would like to hear your mind. Hey. Are you Sky News? Hey. 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 Why must everything adapt to you? Why can't you adapt to other things? So you, see, you, you see something? You need a coach. So you have to be able to become like a daughter or a son to be coached, to be trained, that things will be whispered into your ears. No, 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 no. This thing, don't complain about this. It's nothing. It's not a problem. It's not even a problem. Why are you making it a problem? But you see there, when you follow the lineage, you see that the people there, that's how they are. They must always have their way. But they don't know that they are trying to have their way. They'll say, I'm just saying my mind. I was just suggesting. I was just saying, oh, this. No, you are not suggesting. You are insisting. Yes. And, you are con- and you are very controlling. Very, very controlling. Suggestion is different from insisting. You suggest something, it's not accepted. You leave it and you move on. But now you are not, it's, it's turned into a fight. Everything is a fight. Yes. Everything until until you sit until you sit on the poor boy and you start riding him like a horse. You are not happy. The only day you are happy is that it's like yes, I'm riding him. I'm in charge. But you won't call it I'm in charge. You say oh we agree. Hey. <laughs> wow. You you say when you meet your friend you say oh, he's very understanding and very accommodating. So it's when you meet someone who is a little strong, then there are sparks. There's fire. He said, No, I'm not having it. No, that, that, no. But how, how long do you think someone can live with something that he's not comfortable with? My cousins, they are lazy. Oh. If you follow that spirit, you'll be very, very poor. Oh, yeah. Won't work, shan't work, didn't work, can't work. I was telling one brother who was 
who was from that line. I don't even know whether he remembers it because it was exactly a year ago that I said that thing to him. I said, I said, you are becoming like our tribesmen. You are becoming like you. You are destroying something nice that God has given to you. You are becoming like our tribesmen. Do you know what they do? They don't marry you. They don't live. When, even when they, even they're married, their wife lives somewhere. And then they live with their, with their mother and their sisters. Yes. And they sit, they sit together like a, a communal, whatever. And they discuss his wife. Yes. Discuss, analyze, insult, do everything. Before that, his, the sisters will help him to destroy his marriage. Because hers has been destroyed already. So like now we're all the same. But see, you, you, you won't know that this thing is the spirit that is at work. Because there are, reason, there are reasons why you should quarrel and she said, there are reasons. There are always reasons. Nobody ever wakes up from sleep and says, today I feel like leaving my wife. No, there are always reasons. There will always be a reason. I said, you're becoming, look, look, watch it carefully. Watch, watch it carefully. You are with your sisters and your mother. And you are saying, hmm, hmm. She doesn't even cook. She doesn't even do this. And the people you are talking to, they, too, they don't cook. <laughs> they, don't, they don't cook. They don't cook. They don't have husbands. They don't have the home. And you have joined them. And they are advising you as though they have something better. When you finish analyzing the person who doesn't cook, then you go and buy KFC and come and eat with them. And when you're on your way, they'll say, eh, when you're coming, I think my, uh, my always ultra is finished. Can you buy me some? You see what you've been reduced to? Errand boy. Errand boy. Everything is on your shopping list. Errand boy. Matthew 17. Did I give you the fifth point? Avoid them. Become a habitation of devils by praying without season. Yes. Matthew 17 verse 19. Quickly. This is our last point. Last but one. (laughs) Then came the disciples to Jesus apart apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, because, your, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence, go yonder, it shall be removed. Verse 21. How be it, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer. 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 Yes. So by prayer, devils leave. And then the last one, the last point, is that you have become a habitation by fasting continuously. Yes. So it goes out by prayer and fasting. Yes. This is a very good age to have a fasted life and to be fasting regularly. Fasting regularly. You are at a very good age, a good, very good face of your life. Anytime you are fasting, be praying. Don't just be hungry and be there. Yes. Always combine the two. Always combine the two. 
Fast and pray, fast and pray, fast and pray, fast and pray. Break the fast, then you start again. Start again, start again fast. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you break. Thursday, you start again. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you break. Then you start again. In different ways, different ways, different styles. And be praying. Be praying all the time, be praying. Be laying a good foundation for your life and for your Christian life. Fast and be praying, fast and be praying, fast and pray. Devils don't like it. It's even when your belly is always full. Always full, always looking for, always looking for jack chicken, jack pork, nandos. Some things that you say it will take a bit of revelation or knowledge, knowledge of God to even spot some things, to spot it, to spot national demons, tribal demons, to spot it. You even see. The longer, the longer different types of people stay in a country like this, they start falling into certain evils. Yeah. Is it? I was going to say, I don't know how old you are, but I know how old you are. Late 80s, early 90s. Certain types of people, they didn't have certain problems. When certain crimes, they, they are not the ones committing it. Because their parents or grandparents were new in the country. They haven't been around for a long time. They've just come. So they were trying to go to school and to work and to struggle. They're struggling, hustling. But now they've given birth. They have a child. So you see, now their children are into certain crimes and evils. You can look at the names. The names, when it comes, this crime, you look at the names. You say, hey, where did these people also start? It used to be other names. That other people, I see, they are in a certain the environment. The principality, the territorial demons are arresting them. Even certain, even certain people of other nationalities, original, they even have certain health problems. Yeah, certain, certain health problems. Certain, one of them is mental illness. They didn't even have it. Now you see, with the exposure to a certain climate, when certain spirits dominate and rule there, you see that it becomes more acceptable. It's because you flow with it. Those are now the names for crimes. Hey, if the grandmothers of those people hear it in the grave, they'll rise up and commit suicide. Yes. They'll say, my son has done this. No. No. But the sun has been exposed into a world where you breathe in, you see it, you feel it. Before you realize you have become it. But you shall escape every trap of the enemy. And every roaming spirit, you shall escape it. You will not suffer from it in this climate. Whatever demonic climate there is, God shall protect you and preserve you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet and pray for yourself.
How many of you have understood today's message? How you will not become a habitation of devils. Remember the six doors? You have to keep it shut. That you know how, what to do to yourself. I think it's very clear. Very clear to watch yourself. The devils do come. Pray for yourself. Now, pray for yourself. Block every demon. Block every satanic oppression. Possession. Influence. Enterance. Block it. Block it. Block it. Block it. Be a Christian. Don't be too Ghanaian. Too Nigerian. Too whatever. Block it. Be filled with the spirit. Be filled with the knowledge of God. Don't be too female. Be a Christian. Spirit filled Christian. Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray. That no demon, no devil will have access to you. Bind them. Reject them. Pray. Don't daydream. Pray for yourself. Bind devils. Bind them. Reject them. Block them. God will heal. God will save. God will deliver. Bind. Block. Reject. Terminate every contract. End it. Kafaso madiba kapatisa tatayata. Papa libakaya. Papa libakaya. Papa libakaya. Papa libakaya. Papa libadibo shanda labadiba kapa labadiba kapa. Kapitozi labadesha labadiba labado. Malamata shanda labadiba kapa laba. Pray that prayer of victory. You'll be victorious. This prayer is changing you. This prayer is blessing you. This prayer is, this prayer is a way of escape for you. It's a deliverance prayer. Pray, declare, declare, declare. You shall overcome devil spirits that are taking you backward, that are destroying you, that are affecting you. Block them. Bind them, reject them.
Cancel it. Cancel. Cancel. Cancel it. Cancel marks of darkness. Cancel familiar spirits. National demons. Tribal demons. Tribal traits. Cancel them from your life. Blot it out by the blood of Jesus. Blot it out by the blood of Jesus. Blot it out by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for victory, victory, victory over devils, victory over demons, victory over Satan, victory over every work and the mark of the devil, victory, victory in Jesus' name. Kapa shapa tasa tola patasa, palaba chisa talaba kapa shapaya, kado shabadi ba kapasi sondelebe. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. Lift up your two hands and thank him. I just want you to say thank you to God. Just say thank you to him. Thank him for his word. Thank him for his word. Thank him for answered prayer. Thank him for salvation. Thank him for deliverance. Thank him. 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 Jesus, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. Thank you for today. We thank you for your word that has healed us already. Your scripture, the word says that you sent your word and it healed us, Lord. Thank you for healing through the word. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Thank for healing from every wound, from every delusion, from every confusion, from every stubbornness, from every mark of the enemy, Lord. Thank you for healing today, Lord. You sent your word and it healed us. We receive healing today from demonic oppression, from demonic mixtures, from demonic infiltrations. Thank you, Father, for healing and deliverance today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands down now while every eye is closed, every head is bowed. It's a very important time. Close your eyes, bow your heads with me. You're here today. Somebody invited you to church. Or you used to go to church. But you've backslidden. Today you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to come back to Jesus. I want to come back to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to God. I want to serve God. I want to work for God. I want to live for God. 
I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. I want to be born again. Pastor, please pray with me. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you're here like that, you say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. I can see your hand there. Just keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my life today. Very quickly. Very quickly. Don't delay. Don't debate. Quickly. You want to move to Jesus. You want to choose Jesus today. Just your right hand. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need him. I want him. I want to serve Jesus. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want my sins to be washed away. I don't want to live with Satan. I don't want to walk with them. I want to be with Jesus. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hands. You also want to join in. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, have your hand lifted up. Now I want you to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come. Yes, come. Come from wherever you are. Come. Come and join our brother here in the front. Come. Come to Jesus. Yes. Come to Jesus. Come from the back, the side, the middle, wherever you are. Even if you didn't lift up your hand and you want to give your life to Jesus, you can still come. Come very quickly. Come. Yes. Come very quickly. Come. 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 Even if you didn't lift up your hand, you can come. You want to give your life to Jesus. Or you backslidden, you want to come back to Jesus. Come. Come. Yes, come. 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 Come to Jesus. Come to him. Yes, there's room. Yes, there is. Come to Jesus. Come. Yes, to Jesus you come. Yes, come to him. Come to Jesus today. Come to Jesus today. Come to him today. Come. Yes. Come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Today is your comeback day. Come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Close your eyes with me. Bow your heads. let's say this prayer after me keep your eyes closed as you say this prayer and join us, help us as we say this prayer together say with me, say Heavenly Father I am a sinner I've made many mistakes have mercy on me please forgive me of all my sins and of all my mistakes I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. 
Be the Lord of my life. I give myself to you. Help me to serve you. Help me to live for you. Have mercy on me. Please write my name in the book of life. Say it. Say thank you Father for accepting me and making me a child of yours today. In Jesus name. Amen. Father let these ones be established in you Lord. In you O God. Let them be established. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Please receive these gifts. God bless you. 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 You may go back to your seat at the close of service. We'll see you briefly. So go back to your seat. Clap for them as they go back. Take your seats as we receive communion. blood of Jesus covers and protects you. As you drink and you eat, you are drinking life into your life. You see how they advise you that don't eat certain foods. Certain foods causes certain diseases, heart disease, this disease, that. Yes. This is also a meal that you are eating. But it's a spiritual meal. It's a supernatural meal. As you eat it, supernatural strength is coming into you something supernatural and spiritual is coming into your life and it's a good thing it's a good thing because you eat this you say don't eat too much of this red meat don't eat this type of colored meat don't eat this don't do that same this food that you're about to eat is food it's a supernatural meal it's going to bring life into your body life life Eat it in faith. Eat it in faith. Believe that it's giving you life and strength. It's giving you what you don't have. It will heal your body. It will displace devils from your life. It will give you power over devils. Power over sickness. Power over diseases. Power over curses. Power over poverty. It's a supernatural meal. It's a supernatural meal. It looks like bread. It looks like a drink. But it's the body of Christ. And it's the blood of Jesus. Just as Jesus said on the night in which he was betrayed, the scripture says that he took bread like this and he broke it. And he said, this is my body. This is my body. He was standing there holding bread. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. And after supper also, the Bible says that he took the cup, gave thanks, blessed it. And he said, this is my blood that is shed for you in the new covenant for the remission of the sins of many. 
And again he said, as often as you drink this, you do show my death till I come. That is, you show and you demonstrate the victory that I want for you over sin, over Satan, over all works of Satan, all works of darkness. It's a supernatural experience we are about to have. Miracles will begin to happen in your life by this meal, by this meal, by this meal. You see people who drink a lot, they develop all kinds of problems. One of the problems they, they develop is a problem with the liver. As often as you eat this, as often, as often, that's as often as you eat it, you develop blessings and strength and strength and strength. I wish we had service every day to eat, to have communion every day. Because the more we eat it, the more we have the life of Jesus in us, the power of Jesus in us. Because it's a supernatural meal. The more you eat it, the more you have it, the more Jesus takes over. And the power of Jesus takes over. Father, I bless this meal we are about to have. May it be blessed, Lord. Bless it that it may be blessed, Lord. Bless it that it may be blessed, Lord. Change it, oh God, to the body of Christ and to the blood of Jesus. I declare that it is the body of Christ and it is the blood of Jesus. It's a supernatural meal. Let it bring into our bodies life, the life of Jesus. Strength, power, healing. Let it wipe out every curse in any life and in every life, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Let let it wipe out every mistake, Lord. Every slip-ups, Lord. Every access that Satan has gained over us, Lord. Let those doors be closed. And let those experiences be wiped out of our lives, Lord. Thank you for the supernatural power of this meal. We receive it by faith. And we receive the blessings thereof. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I didn't hear your amen. Amen. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Everything that has troubled you will trouble you no more. Everything that has disturbed you will disturb you no more. The door is shut to every disturbance, to every trouble, to every confusion, to every double-mindedness and double standards. The door closes today by the strength in the name of Jesus. It shall not be by your strength. It shall be by the name of Jesus. Jesus takes over your life. Jesus takes over your life. Jesus takes over your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap. I said mighty hand clap. 
mighty. The mighty one. Mighty, mighty, mighty. Take your seats, God bless you. Demons have left today. Amen. And they will not return. Amen. Because you will be filled with the Spirit. Amen. Filled with the Word of God. Amen. Filled with the knowledge of His will. The, you see, you know what your parents want, but God is pointing out to you that know what God wants. Amen. You know what your parents don't like, isn't it? So some things you will not do and you will not tell them. Yes, but know what Jesus also wants and what God wants. That's the knowledge of the will of God. Wow. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.